Hey, Warriors, this is Amy. And this is Sarah, and we have some special guests, guests with us tonight. Uh, we are talking all things... What the hell happened what today? What the fuck Jesus. is going on in the Capitol today? <laughs> so... You guys, I just want to introduce yourselves. Tell everybody just a little bit about you and who wants to go first. first. Oh, thank you. Uh, my name is Jessica. I am neighbors with Sarah and the yes. other special guest, Bob, <laughs> and I teach with Amy. Yeah, uh, more than that, we can. We are what we call kidneys, which we'll, ta we'll tell you about later. Yeah, that's for another time. That's okay. really cute. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I, so I'm, I use my last name. Is that okay? It's okay. Yeah, whatever you, you want to do. If you're ready for your death threats. Yeah, yeah sure you enough. do your thing, Bob. You're That's packing, you. so you're good. Uh, my name is Bob Healy, and I'm a teaching assistant professor at Duquesne University in the media department. So my specialties are journalism, particularly sports journalism, but also media literacy and history. Yeah. We have some smart cookies with yeah, us today. Yeah, yeah. Ready to roll. Yeah. yeah. Bob knows a little more than all of us. Yes. No, I just, this is what I do for a living. We so are, we, we just have I, a lot of opinions. Yes. I, I, I have more, I have sons of opinions as well. I'm happy to hear yours. Oh, well, you know what? Hang on. Let's sure. Do this. Sure. Let's. Sorry. I just wanted to change the setting on the microphone. Uh huh. Bob, give me another little. Oh, wait, one, two, three, perfect. four. Perfect. That's much better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that better? Can you hear yourself yeah, a little better? Yeah, sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Ready? Yeah. Let's okay. do this thing. Let's begin. So I do think we should start with Bob. I'd like to get your opinion or your thoughts on what the hell happened today. Yeah, sure. Are you guys editing? Do you want to reintroduce or you just, just go? go no, ahead. just go so, for it. Yeah. Well, I, so um, like many people, I was, you know, um, I can't say shocked, honestly, but like, right. like many people, I was saddened mm -hmm. and scared about what I saw today at the U.S. Capitol building, but I was not shocked. And I guess I have the benefit of, um, studying human communication for a living. Mm -hmm. And so um, that actually was my my undergraduate uh, studies were in communication studies and rhetorical studies. So the department I used to be a student in is actually where I teach at Duquesne University and they have a department of communication and rhetorical studies. And when I was a senior, I did my case study on Adolf Hitler and fascism and um, what kind of rhetoric you use and what mm -hmm. kind of propaganda you use to convince people of giant lies and to get them to form armies around your ideologies whether they're even true. Um, and then I became a grad student at the same university, but I moved over to journalism and multimedia arts. And I took like the, the background in rhetoric and became a journalist. So then my uh, first job was in sports media as a sports information director. And then I became a news reporter after that when I moved back to Pittsburgh. So then um, for the job I had prior to becoming a teaching professor at Duquesne the last seven years, I was a news reporter for three years and I covered way more than just sports. Um, which I never thought I would do, but I went to school as a journalist. So it's kind of like going to medical school where you learn how to be a doctor before you specialize in podiatry, right? right? So you don't, <clears throat> so I learned how to be a journalist first. So um, having been in journalism and PR and then now teaching those two things, given my background in rhetorical studies as well, I was sort of a perfect candidate to teach a class in media literacy. So the class I teach most often at Duquesne University is called media literacy, used to be called media and society. And then right around the time of Trump's presidency, we switched the name over to media literacy, not entirely because of him, but because of the rise of Internet journalism and blogs uh, and social media and the infiltration of our social media and our news cycle by foreign countries. And um, it is a proven fact 
that countries uh, such as Russia, operates, operatives of their government, uh, did go into our social media and create um, news that was designed to incite, mm -hmm. news that was designed to separate us from one another, to show that we have less in common than we really yeah. do, mm -hmm. and to separate yeah. us into, into left and right camps, which right. we now have seen play out four years right. later into a split Senate and violence during um, today's proceedings. So it worked. It was a very good day for people like Julian Assange and Vladimir Putin. It was not a good day to be an American. But if you study the rise of fascism and you study the ways of Hitler and Mussolini and you can see the similarities in the mm -hmm. rhetoric that Trump was starting to do in 2015 or 16, this really wasn't that unpredictable. Right. So, yeah, when I watched the um, oh, crap, what's that? What was that show called on Netflix that was about social media? Oh, social um, dilemma. The social, social dilemma. dilemma. Yes, and they talked a lot about what you just talked yes. about and how they incite violence and mm -hmm. and kind of. Mm -hmm. So it's not like um, when people were they saying said, they said on there there would be a like a war, a war. within within us, a civil ourselves. War. Yes, mm -hmm. a yeah. war. Well, to put this uh, to put this into some sort of perspective historically, uh, in the middle of the 15th century, Johannes Gutenberg invented the printing press. Oh no. <laughs> okay. What's that? We yeah, good? You're good. Oh, okay. <laughs> so invented the printing press in the middle of the 15th century. It's fascinating. What are and you talking about? I went far back. Is that what scared you? Yes, okay. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah, I love it. Got a long way to medieval go. Medieval. <laughs> so what happened? Yeah, right. Bob has be 20 while, minutes yeah. before he has to pick up yeah. the kids. So, so. Uh, <laughs> in the middle of the 15th century, Gutenberg invents the printing press. And so what happened was now for the first time ever, people who didn't own um, the means to essentially enslave or to um, contract somebody to write out a book by hand, right? Mm -hmm. Or who weren't working for the church and couldn't, you know, have like monks spend months writing out copies of the Bible. Mm -hmm. You you had to rely on other people to tell you the truth because there was only one book, right? It was the Bible. It was right. whatever the church said, and a very and very few other books that more or less. Um, were in line with whatever the ruling powers societally, governmentally decided was the common good. And you had to just accept that because yeah. you were you were a lesser and you didn't even have literacy. You couldn't read at all. Um, nevertheless, have access to books uh, or regard, excuse me, not a, let alone have access to books. And so when the printing press happens right away, we see total democratization of this. Now, in a very quick and efficient and cheap way, we could print mass copies of books. And mm -hmm. so now people who never had access to information or truth could get that access. And so you develop this whole other class of merchants and artisans and people who would start to say, well, you know, if I could um, read about the town one town over, I can realize there's a whole other mm -hmm. way of life going yeah. on out there. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. I can I can get my own book to challenge what the king says is the truth. And that sounds like a really great thing. Like I'm saying, it makes perfect sense. Total democracy. Right. It leads to revolutions. It leads to great ideas. It leads to democracy itself. But unfortunately, it took them a century to figure out. Yeah. So we are, and these aren't my words. I was listening to a podcast right around 2015 or 16 when this was happening. Call, and I forget who said it. it might have been like the former editor-in-chief of the Washington Post. But he said, we're living in the greatest disruption of information and truth since the invention of the printing press. Right. And it took them a century to figure it out. Right. So we're living in it. We're mm. Unfortunately, we'll probably all be dead and gone right. by the time we figure out what the truth is again. Yeah. So to equate this to today with the internet... Now we've totally democratized it again. So we're not as bad as it was when it was ruling class, had all the books and you had nothing and you just lived in squalor and were told what to do. Yes, there's a great big middle class now that developed out of the last you know 500 years because of that, 600 years. But now with the internet, which is a relatively new medium, it's only been available to the public since the mid to late 90s, right? I mean, yep. for so many of us, like when's the first time you got the internet? like 2001, you know, 2000, 19. I didn't get it really till I was in college. Yeah, right? me too. So it was like 2000 yeah. maybe. So we're, 90, we, we 98, live, we're living 98, through it. Like yeah. we didn't grow up with the internet. 
Um, but we were able to get it young enough to understand it and cope with it. But the people who are in their 50s, 60s, 70s, who did not grow up with the internet, mm -hmm. right? They are not able to see a news report or a publication on the internet and say to themselves, this looks the same as the report I read on NewYorkTimes.com or the mm -hmm. link you sent to me. So why are they different? They can't, they can't distinguish between the two. So they just treat them both the same. You know, kind of like how if I printed a book in the middle of the 15th century, it looks just like your Bible. What makes one better than the other? So now with the Internet, you have a generation of people who grew up during a time where the morning newspaper hit at 6 a.m. The evening news came on at 6 p.m. Those are the two times of the day you had yeah. to get information. And by, by the time 24-hour news cycle had completed, you had properly vetted, sourced, really good, accurate news stories. And it didn't make it to the airwaves or to print unless it went through that process. But the internet has allowed us to have that process be thrown out the window. Every second you have updates on Twitter, yeah. you can go on to a QAnon or Facebook and you can post pretty much whatever you want, although Facebook and Twitter are starting to self-regulate and that's a whole other conversation, but, and it's a good thing, but they can't distinguish because of a generational gap, because of a, a media literacy gap. Mm -hmm. And so what, what the media literacy class at Duquesne has turned into is to, is arming these students with the ability to distinguish between reliable and unreliable to to recognize that there are political and economic and social implications and um, inspirations for why you're getting these things. Mm -hmm. There's motivations behind every piece right, of information right. you're seeing. Yeah. Um, and that, that's the long and short of it. But it is scary. Like we really are not going to find the truth for the next several decades mm -hmm. because it's just too confusing. What will have to happen is the industry leaders will have to self-regulate and they'll have to say, this false news can't exist on here, mm -hmm. or we'll have to flag it the way Twitter's doing now mm -hmm. and Facebook with their, with their independent fact-checking. Um, and therefore, those very popular media will start to become much more reliable. Mm -hmm. The alternative is, is just to have the internet become regulated. Right now, it's not. It's not under FCC guidelines right. at all, right? It's not subject to the Communications Act. I didn't know that. No. Yeah. So like you, this podcast, for example, mm -hmm. we can say the seven dirty words you can. We can say, right. go through George Carlin, mm -hmm. and that'd be okay because we're not, the FCC doesn't tell us what we can do. Sure, right. But if you and I were to say these things on AM, FM, terrestrial mm -hmm. radio, we'd lose our license. Right. And so that doesn't exist on the internet. And so there's this democratization. Again, sounds great. You do whatever you want on the internet. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, since you can do whatever you want, people yeah. will take advantage of that. And right. So we, we got to figure it out. Or I, my prediction is that the government will mm -hmm. seize control of the internet and start to license yeah. the internet. Because mm -hmm. that's the other option. That ha When radio and TV started, just like with the internet, they weren't regulated either. We forget how young the internet is. We're in like mm -hmm. year 20, mm -hmm. 20 to right, 30 yeah. of internet being what it's widespread to the public. Mm -hmm. So this medium is not regulated yet, but it took a long time for radio and TV to get regulated too. Right, right. And then they did. Mm -hmm. The ones that you can't touch are regular speech because it's in the first mm -hmm. amendment. Right. Just me on the corner saying whatever I want. Mm -hmm. And then the, the press, physical printed material because it's also in the first amendment. So press and speech can't touch them. Right. right. I can go on the book and I, I can go on the corner and I can sell you a book about how to commit pedophilia, burn down a church, get away with it. I can write that down and sell it. No one can tell me I can't sell it. I Amazon can say you're not going to list it here because mm -hmm. I'd be going into their house, just like Sarah sure. can say you can't come into my house with that book. Right. But she can't prevent me from selling it out of my own property or something. Yeah. Right. So press speech can't touch them. But if I set up a pirate radio station, if we're not mm -hmm. on the Internet here, Sarah, mm -hmm. Amy, Jess, if we're doing this instead, on a pirate radio station and not the internet right and the government finds out about that they shut you down they shut you down yeah yeah so 
Can you just tell us, like you had said to me earlier today, like you saw this coming, that you could have predicted it. And I think we all were not surprised. Sarah and I have talked about this on other podcasts that this was coming, Mm -hmm. but I think that yours is a little more intellectually sound. (laughs) Yes. So before you leave us, can you please? Our barrage of the seven words that George Carlin goes through. All Sarah and I say is fuck. So if if, if you could please share with us your thoughts on like how, what, how you, how you knew we were going to come to this moment in time and what that means with history. So, so in fairness to you guys, I give the, I give these lectures three times, you know, all the time. Yeah, so yeah, I do, yeah. the things I'm saying, I've said a million times. So I've had lots of practice. <laughs> yeah, but I still love listening yeah. to yeah, it. Yeah, me too. I'm like, me happy. Talk yeah. more. I know so, more. <laughs> um, the reason I believe that it was so predictable was from, and this goes back to like, even what I studied as an undergrad when I was 18, 19, 20 years old, when I looked at rhetoric and philosophy of human communication is um, whenever you can't trust anybody, when the, when the guy in charge says, and it's always a guy, by the way, um, <laughs> whenever the guy in charge <laughs> says, always says, um, you know, whether it's Pol Pot or Mussolini, right. Or Adolf Hitler. Yeah. The, per- the guy in charge says you can't trust anybody. Yeah. So he creates chaos. Right. And okay. so, so if you can't trust anybody, who can you trust? Mm-hmm. You can trust daddy. Yeah. You can come back, but you can trust yeah. me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that he has set himself up to be the only uh, source of truth in his Twitter feed. Right. In, in his, his Twitter, Twitter feed. feed. Very that's, where get, that's where you get the truth. But, is, but what's crazy is the news. <laughs> all you have to do is go through his Twitter feed. And find contradictory statements oh, all of the time. Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, but it's only what's most recent. So what I can equate it to is like, um, so when the Taliban recruit people, right? What they do is they find uh, young men who are, you know, strong and agile, so they can help. They can be part of their army. Mm-hmm. So they fight. They find young men who are angry, who aren't accepted, who have no future because they they perhaps they are they're very poor or they um, have no prospects, you know, or what have right. you. Uh, maybe a broken homes and things. They come from towns that have been bombed. I mean, so they're very easy, easily susceptible to join a cult. And that's what the Taliban does. Mm-hmm. And what you're seeing with a lot of the MAGA folks, and I want to make this clear too, that I know people personally, like my father, my father-in-law, my mother, who've all voted for Donald Trump. There's a difference between voting for him and then accepting reality and just saying, I uh, maybe it's an economic thing right. versus right. The, the MAGA cult, right. which is the wearing of the hat. Correct. Mm-hmm. And um, if I can drop an F, drop an F bomb, I saw a great tweet the other day of now that Joe Biden has won, watch me not put his face on a flag and hat on the back of my truck and like right. a fucking crazy person. Yeah. Yeah. For you, yeah. right? um, the the cult level aspect comes from the desire to belong to something greater than you. Yeah. So that's all the Taliban is. That's what Al Qaeda is. So when somebody does something, they have to attach it to something else that's bigger than them, right. mm-hmm. you know? And so this allows you to feel bigger and more important on, than you really are. Sure. So you're seeing people who are, who just have feel like they've been left behind and they need something to grab onto. Now their feelings of being left behind, I don't think are truly accurate. Um, but they've been presented with the idea that they're being left behind. Right. Like when Donald Trump first won the presidency, it was Christmas of 2016. And I was in line at the Brentwood post office mm-hmm. near where we all live. And a, a lady in line was going to buy stamps to send Christmas cards or something. It was like December 18th or whatever. Another lady was leaving the post office. And she said to her, 
hey, Merry Christmas, Kate, or whatever. And she goes, oh, Merry Christmas to you, too. Isn't it great we can say it again? She goes, oh, <laughs> tell me. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> and it was just such a, like, oh yeah, you, you can laugh if you don't. If you, the other alternative right, would be yeah. just to shake your head right. and cry. Yeah. No, no, no point had anybody ever told anybody. Right. That you, the freedom of speech, you can sit if you want. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, Barack Obama had a Christmas tree in the White yes. House. He said, Merry Christmas. He said Merry Christmas it to America. Yes. So, so much of it is not rooted in fact, right. but yeah. the internet gives you the out that it doesn't, I can just present to you an alternative mm -hmm. set of facts, right? Like, right. which is with Kelly and Conway. It's about alternative yes. facts. Mm -hmm. sure. And yeah. so you really do feel like these people today, although a lot of them are cultists, a lot of them, including like people we know, perhaps who voted for Trump, are really good, decent people who just, frankly, were led down a path that there's no return from. Because mm -hmm. once you have formed such a strong opinion and belief in one thing and you've sold out on it, the, um, what do they call the, the backfire uh, syndrome or whatever, that you, once presented with information that is contrary to what you felt is so true, like, for example, the sky's blue and gravity's real, and you're presented with information that shows it's not, instead of realizing that, you just tend to backfire and you double down double on down. it. Yeah. And it becomes mm -hmm. this snowball, right? It's right. cognitive dissonance. Right. Your brain does not want to be dissonant. If I'm told, if I really believe that um, the way I look and am, you know, like in the way that I act and how I, I'm smart and I'm strong and I'm really great. And then all of a sudden I lose, right? I have to, I should blame. So Donald Trump, for example, is the king of cognitive dissonance because in his mind, he can't lose. Right. And then once he loses, it's got to be another someone else's fault because you can't another have another reason two, or another. Right. Yeah, you can't have two things that aren't harmonious right. in your brain. So right. the, the positive thing to do is to learn and grow as a person and accept the mm -hmm. new truth. Right. And then evolve. And that's what things like travel and education and right. exposure and reading will let you do. The alternative and the damaging, the the uh, unfortunate way to go would be to just double down and just either shoot the messenger or discredit and just get rid of it the other way. That's right. what I think I wasn't understanding. But now that you explained it a little better, in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, why are these people still supporting yeah. him? Like, even yeah. after today, they're still going to support him. But what you said makes total sense. They're so far in, you know, they're doubling down. They right. don't want right. to reverse right. and reverse course and back up. And I also, like, think that Trump is the king of gaslighting. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, he can confuse the fuck out of you, and you yeah. not you don't even like try. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. If, if yeah. muddy the water is enough, it all looks the same. Yeah. yeah, you just keep mixing. You know, everybody looks like they're the same. You know, we had a conversation. You know, all of us and our with other people who, who try to say, well, look at the left wing would do the same thing, or look right, at the right. And be, if, if everybody looks the same, then you can't blame anybody. Sure. You can't say, well, I'm, you're any worse than I am. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, I, I think who was the what was the cult we were just talking about? Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate. Yeah. Right. And that was a, a really good case study in cults and this idea of cognitive dissonance is which is a theory. I think it's Leon Festinger came up with the theory of cognitive dissonance in the 50s. And what he said was if presented with information that's not what you believe at your core, at your identity mm -hmm. is true, you'll either accept it and grow, mm -hmm. that gets rid of the dissonance and makes you consonant, right. or you will just reject it in some right. way or dismiss it or downplay it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not an alcoholic. I only have two a week or something, or, yeah. you know, even yeah. though you know it's bad for you. Or I'm not, yeah. I only smoke at parties, even though it's bad for you, right? So yeah. you do something to make your – and we all do it. Right, we right. All we all do it. We all do it. But it extends to politics as well. Yeah. And so like Heaven's Gate, for example, they believed, right, that, that they were going to all be – killed on one day that earth was ending and mm -hmm. it was the second coming and you were going to be judged that day um and then when the earth didn't collapse or they didn't all die and they lived the next day 
journalists came that night. They were invited. The people like, thank you, join us. This is great. You know, like, come, come watch. And then the next day, the journalists all woke up with them too. And they said, what happened? And the writers were like, give us something to say. And they said, God saved us. He saw what we were there doing. It yeah, yeah. There it <laughs> so, is. There it is. There it is. Let's twist yeah. that around. Hallelujah. So how do you feel like things you have? Um, um, you only have a few minutes. I've got how much? Two. Two. <laughs> Sorry. So in two minutes, tell us how you feel like this might play out. What I expected to happen, you can check my Facebook timeline from about four or five years ago. Okay. Is that what we saw today was that um, you were going to see the MAGA crowd in an armed conflict with um, uh, some sort of you know police branch of the government. Um, that was trying to uphold the, the res election results. And the only chance Trump had was to take it with an actual violent coup as opposed to this slow moving political coup mm -hmm. in concert with Vladimir Putin, which is what happened. Which, by the way, if anybody listening thinks that's just I'm making that up, a Republican led um, Senate came up with the same conclusion I did mm -hmm. that whether or not you think Donald Trump was involved or not, the Russians did, in fact, create a horde of fake news across mm -hmm. social media that swung a lot of people. If you think it wasn't enough people to win the election or you think Trump wasn't involved, is an entirely different conversation than whether or not it happened because right, right, it happened. Right. Now, it's my opinion that Trump knows. It's my opinion that his yeah. son knows and knew. It's my opinion that um, it did, in fact, lead to the victory because it happened in such small margins in just the right you know, purple right, places right. around the map. Um, what, I, what I thought would happen was that the National Guard would be in, uh, not the National Guard, excuse me, that the um, the armed militia that we saw today, mm -hmm. which is another thing the Constitution protects, shows up in protest, which is another thing the Constitution protects, and they're totally legal in what they're doing. But then once it comes apparent to Trump that he's going to actually lose the election officially like today, they will not be able to take it and they'll force violence upon the chambers and then there'll be like mm -hmm. a bloody, I thought it was gonna be even bloodier than it was today. Right, right. It might still be tonight. What I then expected to happen was that Trump who um, can command the military as the commander in chief oh would God. actually deploy them to fight off duly elected members of Congress and take it oh over like gosh. that, like a strongman move, right? Like right out of like Turkey or something. Yeah. Um, and uh, so far that has not happened. And I think there's what I'm glad oh. to see is that um, oh what we saw tonight, we were watching Fox News before we went on the air. Yes, yes. we were. And I made the comment. We watched both sides. We did. We did. And the comment I made was, I, I'm so happy that Fox News is saying what they're saying right. tonight and the people they're bringing on because we need mainstream America, mm -hmm. which is part left and right, obviously, to see like the Fox News cable channels bring on people like Representative Crenshaw, who's a Republican and mm -hmm. other representatives to say like, right. this is unacceptable and this is wrong um, and to keep it a fringe. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't think the fringe is going away. I don't mm -hmm. think the fight's over, but it, I, I really am um, encouraged by the fact that other than the far right wing internet media and the one American news people and the blaze and all those folks and Breitbart, they're going to keep doing what they're doing, but that mainstream press like Fox didn't fall in line. Right. right yeah. And I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, like they're, they're run by different people now, you know, yeah. like over the last year or so. So that is a lot, but yeah. Um, let's just all hope that it doesn't end any more bloodshed. I thought it was going to be worse. We'll see. Yeah. But um, as far as this armed standoff today, that's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. Um, Cause I don't see any other way behind if you're in a cult, and you're 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 you can't accept pushed the reality. You pushed in a corner. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Do, what else right. are you gonna do? Right. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Sorry, I gotta run. No, it's that's okay. okay. But if you uh, are able to come back, come back. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, well, if you're still on the air, I'll be able yeah. to come back. I'm gonna go pick up my daughter from gymnastics. Yeah.
Guys, take care. Thank you so much. Hopefully we'll see you in a little bit. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye, Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher. That's what my son called. Oh, my God. It was so funny. (laughs) What a boy. He goes, who are you? (laughs) Or who's that? (laughs) Who's that? that? Bob. And he goes, Bobby Boucher. (laughs) And not Bobby Boucher, Waterboy. Bobby Boucher, the scary-ass animatronics from Spirit (laughs) Source. From the Spirit (laughs) Halloween Source. Yes. Well... That was a lot, yeah, of amazing yes. information. Yeah, I mean, he is Damn. like because, really like good he said, he that. teaches right. this, That's, so he's a he is. I like that makes me want to go back over to school and over. So I know. bad. Mm-hmm. I could be a permanent mm-hmm. student. I, know. I love school. I see that all the time too. Oh my I would god! Love to go I was just like, tell me more. I'll take notes. <laughs> yeah, right. If I could wow. get paid to go to school. Yeah, oh. just like for the rest of my life. That's that what I would love to get my doctorate. Great, man. So would I. It won't mean anything, so <laughs> I'll just sound well, better on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> this is Dr. Amy. Dr. Amy. A, li- a little less unqualified, <laughs> if you may. <laughs> what did you get your doctorate in? Ah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I am a doctor. I'm a doctor. I have my PhD. Oh, man. So since you hear from Sarah and I all the time, we are mm-hmm. going to have Jess oh. share with us kind of like what did you think as soon as you saw the news today? Um, so Jess and I were at school when all of this went down. Yes. And um, so we saw it either like on our computers or our phones, but not in full. So once you saw, how did you see what you see and what did you think? Sure. Um, yes. So I teach a cyber class. So I had just finished teaching my last cyber class for the day. And um, I just happened to look at my phone. And of course, there was an alert and a text from my husband um, that said, you know, Trump supporters just stormed the Capitol. Mm. I was like, what? What are you talking about? Right. Like, are you sure you said that correctly? Right. You wrote that correctly? Right. Um, so since I was done, I immediately, you know, went on to ABC News and um, just I felt like how on 9-11, I was just like glued to that and yeah. I didn't take my mm-hmm. eyes off it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I felt today. Yeah. That was me. And the more story. I watched it, the more angry mm-hmm. I became and just infuriated with what was happening. Um, and as Bob's mentioned, you know, I have my husband's family, some of them, you know, voted for Trump and are Trump supporters. And they're pretty hardcore. They're, they're very hardcore, yeah. right? So immediately I start thinking, mm-hmm. I wonder if they're okay with what's happening. Right. right. And in my head, I'm just like, how could, but then I rethink and I'm like, how could anybody yeah. be okay with what's happening? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, um, thinking just about, you know, protesting versus what was happening, which was not protesting. Um, and, Amy and I were discussing as well. I was also thinking the whole time I'm watching it, you know, if this was not a group of mostly white people, what a mm-hmm. different outcome. I, and then that I feel like, like that was instantaneous for so many mm-hmm. of us. Right. So many of us were like, I, you'd be dead. All yeah, these right. people would be dead. Mm-hmm. The people like scaling the walls, mm-hmm. snipers be just gunning them right. down. There's you would never no get that way. close. No, you wouldn't never. even get in. They wouldn't have even gotten into the Capitol. You would There's just no be way. dead. There's no way. And so then it just blows my mind again that, you know, I know people who just deny that there is racism and they would watch today and, and still either support deny it. it and still deny it. Um, yeah. So I just, 
you know, that today got me really worked up just because I am, have never been a Trump supporter. Um, most people know that. And um, I had spoken with Amy and another friend before the election. You know, we were talking about something like this happening, but we all kind of thought it would happen, you know, immediately election after day. the yeah. election. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think I kind of. I forgot about it. I right. always thought Me like, too. there's. I, I just kind of yeah, like, because it down. didn't happen. Yeah. I, just, I thought it was over. I thought it's over. Mm -hmm. He's just going to. You yeah. know, it's he's he's gonna accept it, whatever. This yeah. is gonna be fine. So um, yeah, I mean, not shocked that it happened, but definitely just disgusted and just got me fired up and angry again. Right. And all those feelings I felt, you know, prior to the election just all came that's her son seething her. back up. Yeah, her, her son is blowing. You her are phone welcome up. to go answer that. <laughs> um so so Hello. we are going to kind of run through Hello. a little bit of things and kind of talk. Do you think That's like okay. running through the timeline um, and see? Uh, oh, we've got a caller coming in. So let me see if I can figure out how to make this work. All right. We have OCD drummer or OC drummer. Sorry. <laughs> Whoa! Should be OCD, OCD drummer. drummer. Yeah. I mean, he is, he is OCD, so calling hey. in. Can you hear me? All right, let's see. Can you hear me? This is always the sitch. Is the is technical, the technical difficulties. difficulties with the audio? It's just like cyber teaching. Yeah. Epic fail. <laughs> All right, Hello. So connected. He is not muted, so we should. Hello. Be here. You can see oh, that he's. Talking. I'm sorry. Look, my. You did it again. I did it you again. Did it again. <laughs> All right. Do we have you there? Are you there? Ah, there he is. There he is. This right, is uh, this is Mike from Pittsburgh, longtime listener, <laughs> first time caller. <laughs> longtime listener, long listener, first time, time caller. caller. <laughs> I knew it. I don't know why. Is that something you say? No, when you call into shows. Okay. It. <laughs> now she knows. Man, so uh, so 2020 was crazy. 2021 just said, hold my beer. <laughs> it sure yes, did. Yes, it did. So, so OCD drummer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't even know Sorry, why that's my name. I, I don't know. I know that's my old email address. I can't. I don't know if I, whenever I sign up with Podbean or... Yeah, you probably put in an email address, and that's what it's given you. Your uh, well, name is your name. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess, I'm guessing you guys all recognize the voice. This is a this is Mike. <laughs> Amy's man friend. Amy's boo. Amy's boo. <laughs> the guy. The guy that just kind of hangs around here and there. <laughs> like just, a creeper. Just kidding. Just Aww. yeah. Just I'm just kidding. Just within proximity here. You know, every once yeah. in a while. Yeah, that's all. But, what uh, are you thinking so, about yeah. I don't know. I think it's I think it's pretty crazy. Um, I I knew uh, I knew that the, the whether it's corporations, governments, all these people that are run the, the world and the country that uh, that are kind of terrible people. I, I know they were kind of pushing the American public to a to a point to where like you know enough is enough. But but this is this is different. This is, uh, you know, they're, they're storming because they're, they're pissed at, at Trump loss. So this is like a different thing. So obviously terrible. Okay. In a, we got a little bit of a things. spotty connection. Uh, we got a little bit of a spotty connection with you, Mike. 
Yes, oh, we can hear you. You hear me now? All right. Yeah, I, I think. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Oh, breaking nope. point. Oh, we've lost. Hold on. Oh, we've no. lost. Hold on. Yeah, I was gonna say find a find a better connection, man. That's all I can hear is Hold on. I'm in. I was in the base. I was in the basement. So it was uh, maybe because I was in the basement. Do you hear me now? Yeah, we can. Yeah. Hear you. All right. So yeah, I think uh, initially I just thought, well, they they did it. They finally pushed the American public to the breaking point because uh, you know corporations. Uh, government, just, just the way that they um, responded to the pandemic. You know, they they obviously didn't, they don't seem to care at all about the American public, uh, whether it's left or right. It, it, to me, it, felt, it seems like they're all the, you know, different sides of the same coin. But what, what happened today wasn't just a, like a revolt in of uh, democracy about, you know, just hating the government in general. It was, they were all crybabies and pissed that Trump lost and they, they believe that he actually won. And, and Trump is like his dictator, this uh, cult leader that his people will believe anything he says. And, and now a lot of people are saying, I was curious to see oh, what would the Trump supporters say about this? Cause they would, you know, constantly say, well, if, if Trump does lose and he won't lose, but if he does some by some chance lose, you won't see our supporters out there rioting and stuff. We're just going to work. And there it's like, oh, 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 really? Oh, oh wait, I'm okay. the podium. Yeah. What, what happened? What happened here? But now they're saying they're not even taking credit for it. They're like, no, this was all. This is obviously uh, Antifa and the left. Um, oh uh, my! Pay, they're they're paying people to to pretend to be Trump supporters to to make the right look bad and this and that. I'm like, oh come on, you gotta be That's kidding! You can't. You're doubling down. You've they're seen that. Down. I haven't seen. I that. haven't seen that yet either. But I've only been. I was watching mainly MSNBC and then a little bit of Fox News. Yeah. Well, kind of and. Uh, yeah, I got him. I was talking to my dad, and he uh, he was just like, "This fucking guy, he's he's out of control. He's crazy. Then he get him, get him out of here. He's the worst president." Like he's just like, "I'm like, yeah, no, he's he's fucked up." Um, but uh, he, 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 he 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 could he could yeah, very eloquent words. He he couldn't believe it, but um, uh, I and I was I brought up to him the fact that like, yeah, you see you see a peaceful protest with black people, and they're 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 shooting them tear gas. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, j just uh, um, making it uh, more than it, it has to be. Just, just really uh, selling the. Can't think of the right word, but it really um, accelerating. Uh, yeah, oh. uh, the, the whole process, I guess. Yeah, and, um, and and this and and this, like nothing. Well, a woman was was shot and killed, which is terrible. Mm -hmm. uh, ho hopefully, nobody else uh, gets gets harmed. But. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you'd think it would be way worse. There'd be there'd be shots fired, the whole SWAT team would come in, and the, the only thing I could think of is, well, maybe because Trump is still in office and he's in control of like the, the secretary, you know, the whole defense system. So I don't know if he's he's telling these people to stand down because it's it's his supporters and, and oh yeah, he, and, you, and he oh, wants these people sure. obviously to he obviously wants these people in there and disrupting yeah. the whole electoral mm -hmm. vote. Sure. counting well, process because he wants to stay in we're taking selfies with the protest mm -hmm. well the rioters so i definitely think that he was in on it there's no way you can yeah. cross that barrier uh, he said so his rally prior to all of this he said 
go march down Pennsylvania Avenue, go to the Capitol. So he's, yeah, he yeah. planted the seed to for these people oh, yeah. and do what they did. So but I don't know if he really says I, it enough that he doesn't go so far. He's not smart enough. Sure, no, he's not quiet. He got quiet. He knows yeah. what to say. He's like, to I'm just them all fired so I'm gonna go hide in my room. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He, even even when he actually he made a video and I guess Twitter took it down because of uh, of, of fake news, which is kind of uh, <laughs> ironic. But um, but he uh, he he said for everybody go home. We should have peace. This and that. Uh, um, you know, uh, let's uh, let's try to get together. I can't remember what exactly we said. He's trying to um, send people on their way and and, and stop this. I, well, he really wasn't. But he was saying at the end. But in the beginning, he, he's saying, well. You know, it's a shame that uh, these hard, these hardworking American patriots get screwed over um, for so long, so often, and and uh, we we won this landslide victory, and and uh, and everybody knows it, and, and blah blah blah. So he's pretty. He can't even just he, he can't get it. He can't get his shit in. You know, he can't say anything without getting his shit in. He has to pump his ego every every time he talks. people special. He says, yeah, well, yeah, that, that, very special. Well, uh, that too, yeah. So, I mean, he, uh, he, Same he, one, he, though, he can't, I think he, he, he yeah, he's incapable of, of just saying the right thing. He can't, he, he could, he could easily have diffused all of this by saying, well, you know what, I lost Fair and Square. Well, I mean, he would still have these hardcore supporters that would still, um, not give in. But, uh, if, if he, if he kind of, you know, had some kind of, moral high ground he could um he could lessen this whole effect but he he just kept you know adding fuel to fire and um right his first lines were i feel your anger i feel your pain Mm -hmm. we this was a stolen election yeah yeah so i mean and, and and all these all these supporters they think they're being true american patriots and they're doing what's right and and that i mean Usually people that are in the wrong, usually bad guys like villains in movies, they, they always believe they're in the right. They always believe they're doing the right thing. So they're, they're just brainwashed into thinking that this is what need, needs to happen. And they're the, the ones brave enough to actually do it. Right. But, they, but they're wrong, I mean, obviously. But I think it was know. one thing, even off air, I think Bob was telling us, is that in history, people who have supported fascism or mm-hmm. Hitler or whatever always believed that they were doing, doing the, right the right thing. thing right. They always believed yeah. that like it was, this was like the true, like the one way, the, the true the way, country. Right. Yeah. Like That's the right. way to do it, the way to um, not be a patriot, but because whatever, but you know, like to support their yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I, t- I tuned in um, like midway through your conversation with them. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is, but I mean, man, like, I, I can't follow this. <laughs> I want to. I want to call it the same thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just gonna drop a bomb and call it a day. Yeah. He 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 should be a guest more often. I, I love the way he, he speaks. He speaks very eloquently and uh, and just he has a lot lot of um a lot of information. But uh, I, I was like, man, I need to dig up a, a thesaurus to <laughs> or something. <laughs> that bald head of his. <laughs> Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher. Sorry. But uh, but yeah, that was um, it was very insightful um, uh, words. Yeah, he has a lot of really good information. I wanted him to get more into the history, the stuff he was telling us earlier. Well, hopefully he can come back. Hopefully yeah. he can come back because that was so fascinating to hear about, like when he studied Hitler and mm-hmm. how that 
how that evolved. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty, I mean, Trump is pretty much uh, fallen, fallen like the guideline to, to Hitler. I mean, he's not, com- you know, committing genocide or anything, but I mean, like he's but definitely, he, he has that, he has that format. Began. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he definitely, uh, it, it's, it works obviously. I mean, it's worked throughout history. Many leaders just gain control and, and, uh, and uh, have his rabid fan base and, and these people that will like, you know, freaking die for him. And just, sure. just like an ISIS and Taliban and Al Qaeda and all that. Um, and that's what these people I, I saw before they actually went to DC. I saw some messages of people saying like, well, you know, daddy might not come home, but, but he needs to do what's right for this country. What? You know what I mean? Like, like, they're going, like they're going to war, war. You know? like they're going to Iraq or something. Mm. And it's just like, that's their mindset. They're, they're like, they have to do this for the country. They got to, they, 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 you know, somebody has to stand up and they're going to stand up and that, that's, that's their mindset. So you can't, what do you, what can you do with that kind of mindset? You can't, you can't just talk them out of it. Like, like you said, once they're, once they're deep in the fire, they're, they're just going to double down if you try to um, question their, their, morals and their motives so uh it just it just makes it worse yeah well thank you so so much uh for calling in and giving us a little of your input because that was definitely kind of how we're feeling too so hang in there keep on listening for the rest of the episode if you like if you got the time uh, maybe I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll he's see. a busy, he's a busy guy. Hey. He's a busy guy. I'm yeah. sure we will talk more about this. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure on future <laughs> episodes we will have lots. Of- <laughs> Woo! Whoa. 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 What is going on? Sorry, everyone. Okay. Hot mic. Hot mic. Hot mic. Man, that was that was rough. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. You're. Oh my! I know. Cause it's me. Oh, Sarah! <laughs> that sounded like that that little kid, mic- that toy microphone you can buy. You used to buy Toys R Us that made like all the echoing. That's kind of what it sounded like. All right, well, yeah. I'll let you go, and, and hopefully the um, the audio issues. Yeah, resolve. it's it's me. I gotta just be able to turn my phone off. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Yep. Bye. Bye. Look. All right. I need to. <laughs> she connected with her phone. Oh, I can dum dum. Dum 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 dum. like hearing yourself call yourself a dum dum seventy five. All right, don't leave us. Stay don't here. Leave us. Stay, here. Stay, stay, stay. Still here. Still here. Yes. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. Hot mic. Hot mic coming through. <laughs> Hot mic. Woo. Hey, oh. that's a double entendre. It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, I, you know, I think, so I have my notes in front of me, and I literally sat and watched this unfold from 1.30 on, and I took notes and timestamped everything because I was so baffled by how long it took for there to be responses. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I definitely, you know, want to talk about that and our, our like feelings on that. Um, and I also, we had a question on, um, our Facebook post, somebody was asking, you know, how we deal with people who 
support this kind of action. So I think those are two things I would like to address. If there's anything else, we can also definitely talk about it. But I just no, I was just going to say like how I, because I was also at work. So at 2.33, mm -hmm. um, I had just also gotten off a call. And so um, I got a message from Sarah that said, Amy, these are all different levels. Like, yes. different. Amy, <laughs> yes. send. Trump yes. supporters are storming the Capitol. Send. Armed. Send. Fighting with police. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yep. yeah. Cause I turned off all of my um, notifications on my phone just to try, you know, try to not be involved all the time. And immediately was like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. And then Sarah went through it for me. Yeah. I basically was like step you, by step. You gave me the step by step. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's, uh, it's definitely been a very anxiety ridden day. Been a day. Yeah. All right. Tell us what happened. Oh, wow. So where to begin? Where to begin? <laughs> At 1.30, the police lost control, basically, of the crowd and people started to storm into the Capitol. Um, so how do you lose control? Because mm -hmm. never once mm -hmm. did Black Lives Matter people lose control. Mm -hmm. They never took over anything. Yeah. Well, you know, you had showed me this post from someone who posted a picture of the security yeah. that they had yeah. posted up for Black Lives Matter um, marches. Hundreds and hundreds, hundreds and of hundreds. police. And and I believe the National Guard the National Department Guard. of Homeland Security yeah. was there as well for these Black Lives for the Black Lives Matter protests in Washington. And today it was like right a regular old day. <laughs> they like, just, like they were low. Well. Let's just right. yeah. like they were low on staffing. They, they removed the barricade, which was, you know, one of those metal yeah. right, things that they yeah. have up there that looks like you can put your bikes sure. through kind yeah. of. They were like, wreck. <laughs> you know, like, oh, this is really stable. Let me I mean, in my mind, just my little it. like touristy mind, I would think like if I cross this barrier, uh, someone from the roof is, is going, going to, to kill me. Shoot me. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But that doesn't happen because we're white. Now I don't know. They might have shot. Me. I was gonna say no, now I had a MAGA Amy, hat on. Right. Oh, because I'm brown. Is that what you're saying? Yes, I was gonna say you're Amy olive. may not have. <laughs> well, yes. Well, yeah, I'm proudly brown. You are proudly. I'm super proudly pale, pale, so I would have been I'm, right into been, that. Jessica, Jessica right and I are are clear. <laughs> Transparent. We're so we're transparent. Amy's a little brown. <laughs> yes, and I love it. A little too brown for the Trumpy girl. Stop! You're gorgeous. I love oh, it. I know I am. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a little too brown for the Trump crown, which I'm happy about. You know what? That could be a T-shirt. I'm yes. too brown for, for the, the Trump, Trump crowd. <laughs> I'm making that for you. So much. That makes me feel so badass. Oh, so there was mass pan pandemonium. The members of Congress heard gunshots. They heard explosions. There was breaking glass. They were escorted out immediately and put into, there was a shelter in place put into effect. And it, it was just chaos. And so my 10 year old son and I are sitting there watching this and he's just going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, mom. Oh my God. And he was just like having anxiety and he's like, what's going to happen next? Are they going to come here? Are they going to be in Pittsburgh? And, you know, I was like, I don't know. Wanna, <laughs> you know I don't want to lie. I'm going to say no. Yes. Uh, yes. And yeah, and I, wouldn't, yes. I wouldn't put yeah. it past them. Right. Um, and then, you know, it's funny because I, I wrote that. And then my next sentence that I wrote is silence from the president. Yeah. We did not hear from him again for, I mean, I'll go back and look at the timeline to give you exact numbers. But it was a long time. I was in the car coming mm -hmm. here. When he gave his speech. 
or when he tweeted because he did tweet oh, yes. not the tweet no his he tweeted speech. first can can i just and i don't know what you guys think about this but because it's been his main level of communication with america i don't know if what i'm saying is going to be necessarily fair i'm trying to be you know both sides here sure but did i get this feeling i'm like how fucking lame that you're gonna tweet <laughs> about a, a, a coup against our right. government happening trying I mean, to overthrow our government and you're just like hey guys so here's what his tweet, tweet said it was four hours ago so like what four o'clock it's eight o'clock so four o'clock that's like fucking i am asking for everyone <laughs> ago. at the u.s capitol to remain peaceful no violence remember we are the party of law and order respect the law and our great men and women in blue thank you bullshit <laughs> bullshit i saw mm -hmm. one of his it, well sarah showed me one of uh his supporters taunting a police officer. It was horrible. It was horrific. It, it was scary. horrific it was because I put myself in that police officer's <laughs> shoes. Mm -hmm. You don't want to like come at this guy with force because, you know, for whatever reason, because you don't want to like be violent. What's up? What's up, dude? Just saying hi. Oh, oh, hi. oh, okay. You back from my house? <laughs> come here real quick, actually. Vian come just here. came down. Yeah, the, my son, Vian, just came down. Vian. Come here. Come here. Come here. Sit. Uh, um, no, I was just saying that like, and I'm not sure if it's cause the officer was black and the, uh, protest rioter was white. Um, but it was a very like haunting episode of like, you know, um, I'm coming after you. No, I'm not coming after you. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not. And chasing him. Like, mm -hmm. and, and the, I don't know. I just thought that was horrific because it was almost like, you know, I felt like it was just this arrogant, like I fucking got you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't care that you're an officer. I'm white. Like, right. what are you going to do? Right. Exactly. I don't think it was like by chance that he picked the black officer to no. fuck with. Right. I don't think it was by chance either. Yeah. Well, just for like a minute, cause he popped down here. Cause you were watching this with me and watching it unfold. And then you went to your, you went to Jess, Jessica's house mm -hmm. and watched with her son yeah. too, right. because they you two, to watch. I just, yeah. I love you too. They're so old much. souls. They are. Um, tell us what you were feeling. Scared because of what was happening. Can you hear him? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Scared. What were you afraid of? Um. Well, I was afraid that that a war was going to happen. A war. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I did hear that. Um. They said on the caption that um, Trump um that Twitter locked Trump's account and <gasps> he might get this? banned. Really? Yeah. Well, this is news to us. His husband just texted me that. Mm -hmm. Oh, so look at that. This might be, yeah. Do you know where you heard that from? Um, I was watching it on the news. Do you know what channel you were watching by any chance? Okay. We had on Channel 4. Channel there, 4, so, so what is that? ABC. ABC. Okay. I just want for our listeners to know that this isn't just, you know, hearsay or whatever. Right. Yeah, especially since our little 10-year-old guys. <laughs> but... <laughs> Do you have any thoughts, anything you want to say about it? <laughs> that I wish Trump would impeach. You wish he was impeached? Honey, we've got two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. I know, well, but I feel like for history reasons. We shouldn't impeach him now, but. He, he was, though. He was, he but was, it wasn't. But he wasn't, he wasn't taken out of office. Taken out of office. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But we shouldn't impeach him now, but we also should because something else might. Something else. That might happen. You're right. Two weeks is a long time, huh? Yeah. But yeah. it's also not that long. Did you listen to Biden's speech by chance? Mm-hmm. 
What did you think of that? That he's never talked like that to the president before. You mean like mm -hmm. telling him what he should do? Mm -hmm. Wow. That's a very it's observant. Very yeah. 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 Tell him to step up. Yeah. Enough is enough is enough is what he said. And, huh? then, he, and then he left. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I lean forward a little bit more, honey. Okay. And speak up. And then I and then I did see that it was it's 7:59 and protesters are still there. Right. Even with the There's, six o'clock curfew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. They don't. Huh. And then one of are the, the police doing anything? Because we're not. We actually no, don't the have police. No, the police. So are they, they're not police. being arrested. No, the police are mm. guarding the Capitol building. They're making like a kind of like a human chain, but not really. Mm -hmm. They're making like a human chain around the Capitol with shields and masks and stuff like that. Yeah. And then. Yeah, there's actually, yeah, there's actually no reporters outside right now. They're talking like in their like studios right now. Yeah, because the police told them. For oh, them. okay. Uh, so I they're uh, they're adhering to, to the, the thing, but not the curfew, yes. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Thank you. Anything else you want to tell us? <sighs> not really, but I hate Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, oh, well, yeah, buddy. Same, same here. Thanks for talking with us. Okay. Head on upstairs. I okay. love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> so I find that super interesting of how perceptive our children are. Oh even gosh, in, yeah. you know. That's an argument I had gotten in with some relatives because I had posted something about how basically all the things that Trump has done and said and what that's teaching oh, children basically mm -hmm. everything we tell them not to do and not yes. to yes right and the comment was made well kids um kids believe what you tell them no they do not from people who do not have kids of course mm -hmm. and i said mm -hmm. said you'd really be surprised how observant yeah yeah and perceptive and free thinkers they are right kids are that's Yay, just Bob's how back. they are Bob! you know they <laughs> no, do the opposite they don't do what you tell them to or believe what you right. tell them to believe right right so, you know, I, I will say to a degree, I will slightly agree with them. Oh, and, I, you're right. You know, but, I mean, it's only natural to yes, kind of, but, yeah. But if however, you, go ahead. they do, I'm sorry. That's okay. They do. No, um, I remember thinking to myself, so I've, I've said this to my friends before that I don't ever remember. I don't have a memory of believing in Santa Claus. So of course my parents told me there was a Santa Claus. My dad would pretend to be Santa Claus every Christmas morning. He would shake the bells and ho, 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 and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And my mom would write in block letters, but I was like, that's my mom's handwriting. <laughs> I don't, you know, this from Santa, but yeah. I just, you know, don't have a memory of ever believing mm -hmm. in him. So then in that sense, I think, okay, well, yes, you are a free thinker. You can think those things. But I also was brought up Baptist, but like, not, not as fun Baptist as I <laughs> would like to say. Um, so, cause, because my parents were insanely conservative. And so there were a lot of things that I was told that I didn't question. Not that I necessarily was like, okay, this is truth. This is, you know, the God's honest truth. I'm going to believe it. But more, I was just like, okay, well, that's what my parents said. So, right. okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, but then I got to college and I was like, ah, Ah, they were full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was not expecting Santa Claus. I, could, yeah, I, I was wondering where you guys were. 
And then it was like so, a really serious yeah. thing. And then it was, yeah. I Santa Claus. Just, like, oh. yeah, sharing his perspective and what, because they were watching it at my house. Tyler and Dan oh, wanted to watch. Oh, is he a believer or not? Oh, no, not oh, no, no, no. The, Trump, Trump, the Trump. whole what was oh, happening. Oh, okay. Or as Avery calls him, Trumpy. Trumpy. <laughs> I don't like that Trumpy. But on a side note, yes, that my... They both still both are even our kids. Yes. Do they are ten and eleven? <laughs> oh God! Don't, oh, like, don't let yes. Lily ruin it for them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so she um, might. God bless do. it. Don't do it, Lily. I think it's so sweet. Me I too. love it. I feel like V yeah. actually believes more than Willow does. I think Willow's like getting skeptical, and she's three years younger. Right. She's the natural <laughs> skeptic. She yeah. is the natural skeptic. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so we were listening to him and saying like how perceptive he was been, and just watching it, and he watched a lot actually without me yeah he because his, yeah you know justice we're just yeah. watching it because <laughs> tyler and he were watching it at Jess's house so right he just came and filled us in on some stuff we didn't uh -huh. even know what was going on yeah, i was listening to npr on the way here, back to and fro hearing it yeah they're gonna resume counting tonight, tonight. Yeah, yes. yeah they, they, good, they right? cleaned everything up and searched the building and apparently pence was actually in the capitol building the whole time apparently wow i just yeah. have goosebumps because that was my question, you know, I obviously they wanted to disrupt that whole process. But sure. Like, how long did you really think that was going yes. to disrupt that? Yeah. You know, like were you going to come back tomorrow and try again? Like, yeah, wow. yeah. I don't they just understand to the plan. Well, right. I think one of the um, one of the women who was going to she's a congresswoman or a senator, I can't remember which. I didn't catch her name, but she's she was going to apparently, according to this reporter on NPR, I was listening to the WDSA or EWESA ninety point five locally, and I don't know if she was national or not, but she was saying. Um, she spoke to so and so, and I forget this woman's name, but she's a, she's supposed to be on the floor tonight, the joint session. She was going to oppose one of the electoral counts in a state, and she's not going to now. Oh, she's, fire. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Think about that. Wow. Like, it, all these people are going to go through with it now. Yeah. Like, do you see what the, you're sowing here? Right. You know, what, what you're causing. So, I, I did like the line of the guy said on Fox News upstairs. He said, uh, "This is not even if you think the election was unfair. If you don't like the laws that these states made." It wasn't illegal, and there's a difference between unfair and yeah, illegal. Yeah, right. sure. And that, but they're being told it's illegal, mm -hmm. even mm -hmm. as they're being told right. to back off. They're being told that you did nothing wrong, right? Because this was right. the, you're this was you're a patriot. Election, this was, right. yeah. You did mm -hmm. the best you could. It's it's just like you know you you're Nazi soldiers to being told, and people do hate it when I compare like you know MAGA people to like I don't. Know. I think it's but, fascinating in is, terms of you know. like <laughs> yeah like history. There, yeah, I find it to be fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it's. Like you said, fascinating. Because you, you think you're like, well, how did like how did that happen? Right. How because did you Hitler always get think, that yes, much? Exactly. But here it goes. Yes. You know, yes. you just wonder like, how did it get that far? Like, how did that happen? And then right. as this goes on, I'm like, oh. I see exactly yeah. how that fucking happens. Yeah. It gets and it gets worse and worse. Right. And eventually, yeah. you just if I accept this, I'll accept this. Yeah. I accept this. I'll accept this. Then there becomes a point where it's either I can continue to oppose and then be thrown in a concentration right. camp. Or just get on board. Yeah. And so a lot of people yeah. got on board. Yeah. You know, my um, I was a pallbearer at a Nazi soldier's funeral. My really? Nicole's grandfather wow. was a Nazi soldier. <gasps> yeah. No he way. and then her grandmother yeah. was in the Nazi youth, the Hitler youth. I mean, they just yeah. grew up in Hungary and they right. were told you just get in line. Right. Yeah. I mean, wow. it's like they're not bad people per se. They were just right. getting in line. This is so if this continued to go this way in our country, mm -hmm. eventually you'd be like, get your MAGA hat on. Like you right. get in line or else you're going to be jailed or killed sure. or, you know. Right. So it wow. takes moments like tonight to just, you know, for people to speak up who used to be supporters or yeah. at least are yeah. conservatives or mm -hmm. from that party to go, what are we doing? So hopefully more people tonight like this lady will just like not go through with this That's plan. That's really interesting. Because wow. if they, you know, it's you are what you pretend to be. Mm -hmm. which is what uh, Vonnegut, Kurt Vonnegut said, you are what you pretend to be. I read that in an, an Atlantic article like two days ago. And um, the person said, who wrote this article is an opinion piece, quoted Vonnegut saying, 
you are who you pretend to be. Mm -hmm. And if you just think it's fun and tongue in cheek to like, go, oh, I oppose this because of this reason and make a political stage out of it and just recite some, some theory that's been debunked and you're just pretending for the sake of politics. Mm -hmm. Well, you are a seditionist. Yeah. You can't just, you can't do that stuff on the record, but like there are consequences to right. it. Right. So I hope more people will like not commit political suicide like a Ted yeah. Cruz or whatever and just not do it. You know, well, and I also think even senses. those Republican senators who were still, you know, objecting to the to the Biden win mm -hmm. and, you know, to think that this man that they have supported, let them sit there like sitting ducks for yeah. whatever yeah. was no going to happen You're right. for how many hours? Yeah. Oh, you mean like he, he says in a storm with them? And storm well, yeah, but like, no, he no, let them no, He knew he, like, he knew it was coming. The National Guard yeah. wasn't called oh, until. Oh, and he let like these people they were like sitting him yeah. to sit there. These people who, yeah. against yeah. everyone Blindly else's support him. good advice, still mm -hmm. supported him. He just was like, you're on your own. Whatever yeah, happens, yeah. happens. Yeah. I guess so yeah, I feel like I would be like that woman and be like, <laughs> "I'm not doing yeah, that. Forget I'm not this. Forget it. I'm yeah. done supporting you. Right. I'm done. I don't know. Yeah. Look what it's getting me. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, people won't be electable. There could be trials after the fact yeah. and what your role was. And when we were talking about the Chicago Seven, was it? Yeah. Amy, you yeah. seen yeah. that too? A Netflix movie in 2020 about the guys who um, there were eight, and then it got down to seven because yeah. the Black Panther guy ended up not. It's a true story in Chicago. Chicago seven, these seven like leaders of these groups that were anti-Vietnam War went to DC to protest. I think it was like the, the Democratic primary, I think, mm -hmm. or something, but they were charged with crossing state lines to incite a riot on federal property and they all went to jail for it, you know, and all seven of them anyway. Then later they were acquitted, but there's repercussions for that, you know, yeah, like it, regardless of what they thought they were doing was right, you know, they went there and incited a riot. Now I'd be mm -hmm. curious to see if this same thing happens to these people, even though they're members of Congress, they're not above the law. Yeah. Well, July 27th, 2020, a tweet from Donald J. Trump. Okay. Anarchists, agitators, or protesters who vandalize or damage our federal courthouse in Portland <laughs> or any federal buildings in our in any of our cities or states will be prosecuted under our recently reenacted Statues and Monuments Act. Minimum 10 years in prison. Don't do it. Mm -hmm. And then he tagged the Department of Homeland Security. Do you feel like well. that'll stand? <laughs> did, did you tell me earlier that he was talking about? I, I was Clemens telling you this. Um, I was yeah, telling, and, and I guess after I looked it up, it's it's not hap it's not falsehood. But he did ask if he could do this thing called preemptive pardon okay. for his children and uh, Giuliani and his son-in-law. And then I said, I bet he does it for all of these protesters, mm -hmm. and that's what he oh, promised okay. them. Even if he can't do it, I bet he promised them that and they just fucking believed it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, these people, their faces are on. Yeah. Right. They didn't yeah. even wear masks. They're taking pictures of themselves anyhow. They're so, like, this is how I, I want to go I down in history. Like, this is me. Yeah. I, I yeah, just, that's sad. How, I know. How stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I bet, yeah. We've all lost friends over this, I think, because we know people who have gone off the deep end of the maggot. Yeah, the maggot I did. I said to yeah. both of them, or maybe it was just you. And I think it was in the heat of the moment. But looking back, I kind of feel the same. I said, you know, if you can support and defend what happened this evening, I really don't feel like I need you in my life mm -hmm. yeah. because you know, I like peace out. Right. Yeah. If you can and, I, that. And, and that's different for everyone sitting around this table. I know for a fact, we all want people who don't think like us in our lives. Right. Sure. So yes. that, cause that's Absolutely. how we get a balanced view. That's mm -hmm. how that we, you know, we can have you a conversation. We, we can mm -hmm. learn, we grow. Especially this, our spouse. 
Yes. It's good, good to have a spouse who's opposite. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> opposite. Um, always, maybe not. Always balancing us out. I'm not talking politically. I'm oh, talking I, was like, I was like, I can't live in no, that no, shit. No. I don't even know what you're talking I just, about. <laughs> in terms of being different. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Personality wise, yeah. right? Okay. But this is a different level. And I felt this so hard during the Black Lives Matter movement more than even I feel today. And so if you haven't seen my 72,000 stories I posted, (laughs) um, clearly, if you've seen them, you know where I stand. This is exactly like the best portrayal that I could ever fucking give you of white privilege. You know, you all tell me it doesn't doesn't happen. It doesn't matter. Like we're all, you know, I pulled myself up on my bootstraps, whatever. I don't care if you're the poorest mofo, whatever, Mm -hmm. out there protesting or rioting, you know, you didn't get shot doing it mm-hmm. because you're white. Because you're white. And and I don't understand how, what it's going to take for people to understand that their whiteness is allowing them privileges that people of color will not have or ever have. If, if those, you know, and I know we've said it earlier, but I feel like I just want to say it again. If it was a Black Lives Matter protest, they would all be dead or in jail. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no freaking way they'd still be standing no, there right now. There is not. There's a curfew. Yeah. They've already destroyed shit. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way. And so I guess I guess that's just what I want people to realize is like so you're wondering what white privilege is does it really exist? This should be the perfect opportunity for you to see it in real life in real time. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe the other stuff, look at it right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To that point, it took 2 hours for the Department of Homeland Security to be right. on the scene. Two hours. I was like I said. I told them I was writing everything down and time stamping it as it was going because. So I was watching just to give you, you know, my source. um, I was watching MSNBC and they reported at three thirty six p.m. that Department of Homeland Security was on site, and this all started around one thirty. Right? Was it? It's hard to imagine they wouldn't have been there already. I mean, think about the planned protests that occurred. Unless he told them to back off. Uh, Yeah, there's there. So DC is governed by the federal government so in washington dc they're they're like national guard for example and their police come from the command of the federal government which, which is, is donald trump at the head yeah um the maryland and like virginia for right. example they can deploy governors can deploy because they're right. the heads so those they couldn't control but they didn't must not realize like maryland and virginia they needed help and in this case maybe i if you want to i don't know for sure if this is true right but if, if he could have he could have just held them off as long as he wanted sure. I don't know either. I have no idea. Yeah. I'm just so I just got a news alert. It would make sense, wouldn't it? But you it said says a news alert? Uh, that McConnell is on the Senate floor mm-hmm. with heavy police presence, and Twitter did lock Trump's account. The end was right. Yeah. Being reported. Twitter locked his. I wonder when they were going to do that because yeah. in a matter of national safety, they would. Yeah, yeah they should. Do. And this yeah. is that kind of goes in. This is along the lines of like of self uh, governing. So, um, for example, like movies, we all know that movies have a motion picture association of America rating, right? Mm-hmm. right? It was, yeah. it's G it's PG. And then after temple of doom, they added PG 13. That's right. And then R you would know, it's true. You would know that ball. And then, um, because people took their kids to a PG right. movie and they got his like, heart oh ripped out. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a little so graphic, PG 13 and then, uh, R and then X and then X became NC 17 because X became like, um, people start, it wasn't copyrighted. So people started calling their own things. It's double X, triple X. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, triple yeah. X yeah. yeah. so then they called NC 17, but that's, there's nothing, there's no law requiring a movie, um, you know, company, any, you know, like a producer 
to say that to go get the movie rated. Really? You don't I have to. You don't have really to. Really? I didn't know that either. No, there's not. That's not a federal thing. It's not a local thing, not a state thing. You don't have to do it. Okay. It's just that the motion, because actually the motion pictures are covered under the First Amendment now. And because the First Amendment says speech and press, so any other form of speech that you want to try to get argued should be covered has to go before the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court ruled, I want to say in the 50s, that movies are covered under the First Amendment, that they're not commercial <laughs> speech. They're part of free speech. They're they're hmm. an expression, expression just like right. video games are covered under that as well. Hmm. Um, the Internet, not yet. Right. The Internet hasn't been ruled on by the Supreme Court. Right, and right. it's obviously not regulated. Yeah. And um, But anyway, the. So movies, for example, they came out with a motion picture rating system because eventually people complained and said, I took my my kids to see Lolita because I thought it was about kids, right? <laughs> and yeah, it was about kids, right? But it was about like incest and child abuse. Oh boy. So then, um, or like I took my kids to see like, um, you know, Peyton's Place and then it, or it was sexuality and alcoholism and these things like in the 50s and 60s. So eventually um, the Motion Picture Association of America was formed by like-minded industry leaders to say, we have to self-govern and self-regulate or the government's going to come in and say, we're going to do it for you. And we're going to start like bringing back film review boards that say, right. this isn't up to community standards and you can't show it in our theaters. So when they started self-regulating, it was like, okay, yeah. good. These guys got to handle on it. Video games had to do it with the ESRB right. after Mortal Kombat. And then people were, and then um, uh, music after Tipper Gore was like, what's up with these lyrics? And then there came the um, content mm -hmm. advisory mm -hmm. labels. So if you can self-regulate, the government will back off. Right. But what's happening with the internet, like Twitter and Facebook, they're realizing like we're very susceptible to this outside influence and to people like the president right. putting out fake news from the biggest pulpit in the world. He's the, pre the president right. of the United States. And we have to mitigate this somehow. So this self-regulation that they're doing, they're, they deserve kudos for it. They need to do that. And that's against Twitter's bottom line. I mean, Twitter, if they censor the president, it's yeah. less traffic for them. So for them to do that is a step in the right direction right. because what's to stop like a yeah. democratic controlled house, Senate and white house now from coming through and going, guess what? You're going to have to, you're going to now be FCC controlled. Right. So if they can't prove that they can't handle their own house. Yeah. Right. So that's what they're doing. Facebook does it with their fact checking now yeah. and mm -hmm. YouTube by removing things that's harmful to children and stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. That's yeah. Google, which owns YouTube. So anyway, that's sorry. That's very long winded, but that's the, I'm glad they're doing that. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of Twitter, um, I don't know if you guys were following. I follow Donald Trump on Twitter. Don't know if I did. I do too, and it became unhealthy him. for me. Yes. I really did. I couldn't yeah. do it. I, I just had to I stop. Understand. Enough people liked it and shared it. They uh, saw it anyway. You, yeah. Um, you know, no, I would see it anyway. I couldn't get around it because mm -hmm. of the algorithm. So right. Anyway. So I, I do follow him. So I was reading his tweets and there was one um, and I think they were a half an hour apart or something. I'll read them in a minute, but they were very contradictory to each other, very close together about today's uh, happenings. And um, so I, maybe I should read that first, but I just, there was a comedian in New York who replied and it just made me laugh. <laughs> um, let me find his actual, his tweets. What a shame comedy clubs closed during this. Right. Presidency. I know. <laughs> I know. It in, and late night shows don't have the audience or anything. For yeah. it. So they were 14 minutes apart. Um, the first one was Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our constitution, giving states a chance to certify a corrected set of facts, not the fraudulent or inaccurate ones, which they were asked to previously certify. USA demands the truth. So this was his, his tweet earlier today. I don't have the times because I just took a screenshot mm -hmm. of Twitter. And then five 
uh, five minutes, oh no, 14 minutes later, he says, please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Yeah. Stay peaceful. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder if that's someone else typing that. Right. It's like, Jerry, it's like the Jerry Springer show is what it yeah, is. It is. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, let's bring her out then. It is. Then they yeah. ring a bell. Right. right. And yeah. then they bring out yeah. Steve to separate. Yes. 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 You're right. So it's and plausible tonight, but we do our best to keep yeah. it safe. <laughs> right. We got security Right. Here. So you can't, you can't. You can't. We're I'm trying. not guilty. Yeah, We're I'm trying. Not, okay. I didn't do it. Right. Yeah. yeah I didn't do it. Um, NPR said right around the time that it was all happening, it said that he's like in his, like, and I said this earlier, but it was like that he was in his room crying because of Mike Pence. He wasn't even paying attention to what the hell was yeah. going on outside because people kept saying like, why won't you come out and say like, get you're against this. And he was so distraught by whatever Pence was doing <laughs> or that, not doing yeah. or not doing that. He was just like beside himself. Really? So yeah. Sarah Cooper, who's a, a, she's a comedian. She lives in New York. She's got a Netflix special on, but um, on Twitter, she said, Trump implores his supporters to violently overthrow the government peacefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. So I that's just perfect. To, yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. That, that says it all. Mm-hmm. It yeah, sure does. Wow. I, so my, my friend sent me a picture of, um, about, you know, that Spider-Man meme where the, the Spider-Man had his like counterpart and they're pointing at each other. You see that yes, thing? yes. Mm-hmm. So it's like one Spider-Man pointing at another Spider-Man. It's like some edition of the comic book and it became mm-hmm. a meme. Yeah. And so instead of the one Spider-Man looking and pointing at the other one, like you did it, you did it. It's like four Spider-Men and one has a <laughs> one has a Blue Lives Matter flag on them. One has a Confederate flag. <laughs> one has a Nazi flag. One has a MAGA flag. And they're all pointing at each other as to whose fault it was. But that, yeah. that type of, I mean, the, the that, those symbols and that propaganda, right. that's, that's all yep. part of the show. Those flags. Did you see some of the flags? Yes. Oh, we the, saw the, the Rambo. Yes. The Rambo. My Rambo? favorite was the Trump. Trump. Yeah. Rambo. The Rambo one. The shirtless Trump in front of a tank. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I couldn't just, see most of it, but he it had, a, black, he had yeah. a headband like, similar <laughs> yes. to and a, and a big yes. And yeah. um, like big muscles. Yeah, yeah. Of uh-huh. Uh-huh. And not yeah. a <laughs> Yeah. Trump. It's uh, Those are just hilarious. I mean, honestly, like if you've seen the guy... Shirtless, he's probably made out of chewed bubblegum. Oh bubble God, gum. yeah, no. Like it's just, but like then the chewed bubble, but then the depictions are always like this ultra. Oh, they're, they're it's just very hilarious. Lean yeah, that was yeah. Mussolini used to do. Like he would go like this on stage. He would go like this, and he would cross his arms and do this like, thing like, all the time because it's the strongman approach. Yeah, I, it's just that if you don't actually look that way, you just make. I wonder if he like comics. studied these people. Uh, it, okay, it's a really good, really good question. I feel like it's a little bit too on the nose. You know what's really kind of a funny take about that is that it it makes me think of him like Dwight Schrute when (laughs) Jim gave him um, the the desk. Who's was who? No, whose speech did he give him? Oh yes, he read Hitler's speech. No, it wasn't Hitler. It wasn't Hitler. It was um, at the at the uh, convention, right? Yeah, no, it was um, it was at the shareholders meeting. Yeah, it wasn't Mussolini. It was um, it was Hitler. I thought it wasn't Hitler. I think so. No, I know that Mussolini. And they're telling him like you know, bang on, bang on it, say I am strong, and it worked for him. It worked. Yeah, it worked. And they're all like, I'll look it up. You know, oh, I've yeah. asked myself that question too because because it's so by it's such like Hitler's playbook uh, and, and supporters of Trump. Then again, plenty of friends and family the mm-hmm. same way they think I'm not supportive of Hitler. Like you know, listen, right? And, but they but, the problem is they don't really, really see the connection. They don't sure. get it at all. So right? I, I've tried to share yes. with them this sign. This is a a poster that was up at the uh, what was the the Holocaust Museum. The poster was for sale mm-hmm. in the gift shop of the Holocaust Museum is the appropriate way to say it. The poster wasn't on display at the museum, 
But the poster, you could buy it, you could buy it in the gift shop at the okay. Holocaust Museum. Okay. And it's early warning signs of fascism. I've had this on my phone for a long, since December of 2017. Anyway. Wow, yeah. Powerful and continuing nationalism, mm -hmm. which is like the waving of the flags sure. and the, you know, the big red, white, and blue whatevers. Um, the yeah. Constitution yeah. as a flag, you know, uh, disdain for human rights. So like yeah. downplaying, you know, minorities and mm -hmm. gays and all these things, right? Muslims. Identification of enemies as a unifying cause. Mm -hmm. Meaning, so it's it's the Mexicans <laughs> or it's the so-and-so. Right? It's, it's the Black Lives Media's. Matter movement. Right. It's the, yeah. Supremacy of the military, which mm -hmm. is through the parades and the protect our police and Blue Lives Matter and all that. Rampant sexism, which is, mm -hmm. uh, of course, everything Trump, Trump says. <laughs> everything and, he uh, says. Mm -hmm. uh, controlled mass media, which is mm -hmm. like the One American mm -hmm. News and the Breitbart, which is like, they don't have all the mass media, luckily, right? But they've got their own on the internet. Um, to some extent, Fox News. Obsession with national security, like build the wall, mm -hmm. right? Religion and government intertwined, holding a Bible as part of the, uh -huh. as the, as the mm -hmm. stage picture. As a photo op. Corporate power protected yep. with massive cuts for big business. Yeah. Right? Wow. Uh, labor power suppressed, anti-union. Disdain for intellectuals in the arts, right? So don't trust the radicals that are in college or these, you know, um, liberal whatevers. Um, obsess obsession with crime and punishment. They will be sentenced for up to 10 years, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Uh, rampant cronyism and corruption, like hiring all your family members. <laughs> oh. And finally, fraudulent elections. Wow, yeah. That's the list. And you pretty each checked so every one of them. He checks every, every box. box. Right. So, um, yeah, Mussolini. It was a Mussolini was speech. Mussolini. Yeah. It says famous dictators, so multiple, so you might be right, but Mussolini was the okay. big one. Anyway, sorry, I had to. I, had to, I know. But anyway, that's the. Uh, yeah, that was. If you see it coming, it's it's sad because you, you have to watch people. I guess we've all lost friends and stuff over it, and it's. Um, but you know, I'm not. It's hard to watch it though because what can you really do? Yeah, I mean, if you're if you don't say anything, you're complicit, right? If you're a good person, right. you feel like you have to at least yeah say the truth and yeah try to convince people. I, I, and that's what led to I got a death threat on Facebook because um, a friend of a friend who I guess added me as a friend, and I don't mm. really know the person personally, but we run in the same boxing circles. My family runs a boxing club and. He had been had a fighter at the gym and he used to train or he used to train 20 years ago with my uncles or something. But we knew each other only through probably seeing each other at boxing matches. And I probably couldn't pick the guy out of a crowd because I think his avatar was a shirtless Trump or something. Oh, <laughs> Seriously. Um, and oh. at like three in the morning one night, as I was finishing up work on the couch alone and ready to go to bed and half asleep, he started DMing me on on Facebook because I posted a, uh, an article that said that, that the International Association of Firefighters endorses joe biden like the firefighters union maybe i'm not getting the initialism correct or whatever but the firefighters union nationally endorsed joe biden mm -hmm. and prior i had mentioned that the electrical workers had and then the plumbing guy basically every labor union other than the police mm -hmm. had endorsed joe biden and this was the latest and it's not saying that i would vote for him or you should but just here's news and information right that yeah. the firefighters endorsed joe biden so if you like firefighters and you want to protect their salaries and they That's feel right. like joe biden's the best choice yeah and he took that as an affront to to the nation and to himself personally. He he wanted to fight me to the death in my dad's boxing club. He said, I want it to be a real fight. Oh my God. Because if I kill you, it won't be illegal. But I want you to die and I want to kill you. What? You know, and I was I just are you hacked? Like who is this? Like I don't know the guy enough to even talk Straight to him. Out that of way. Karate kid too. <laughs> this isn't a tournament. This is this, this for real. This is for real. Yeah. Oh so anyway, Cho so Chosen is DMing me. That's right, Chosen. Yeah. And so I just I blocked them and I and I reported it. Yeah. And then I don't know why I did this, but I deleted the conversation at three. I don't I felt 
scared or no, I, oh, I shouldn't have deleted right. it. No. But I did report it to Facebook and I, I blocked him and then I deleted the thread and I was probably half asleep, which is why I made that decision. I don't know. But it happened. It wasn't a dream. I mean, I this this guy's not my friend. I still checked. He's blocked. So this is how yeah. this went down. And I never heard back from Facebook on whether or not they were going to, I don't know if they went and investigated the right. guy and now it doesn't concern yes. me, but it was a real death threat. Um, and that's, was he a firefighter? Like, what yeah, right. I don't know. What no, was his beef, I, man? He it, it was, yeah. it was a, probably a 40, well, 45, to 45 to 65 year old white male. Yeah. With thin yeah. Hair. yeah. With, with that's that's a boxer you shit. know what I mean? I don't know. It's just, I mean, like I said, if you're, it's really hard to accept that white privilege is real if you haven't made anything of yourself and you're white. Yeah. And I think that, a lot of people yeah, that damn. haven't made anything of themselves beyond like that's a five a, mile radius of quote, their home. Yeah. That's our quote for the week. Nicole gave me that one. I don't know where she heard it. My wife. Yeah. I do mean, we, that, do we need to give Nicole credit for that? Uh, yeah. If she made it up, I don't, if it, she told me that's the first I've heard it was from that her a while so, ago. That is and it's, so amazing. It makes sense, right? Yeah. Total so it's sense. really hard to imagine a world in which you're not in charge. There must be something wrong. Mm-hmm. Like right. you were supposed to have a job like you your grandfather did and your dad did. Yeah. And you're supposed to be this great patriarch and trustworthy strong leader yeah. of your family and guess what you don't really make too much money yeah and when you see women and minorities get the positions of right. power yeah. you think they didn't earn it right right you know and when you happen to accomplish something sometimes it's hard for you to admit that like you know really you were given a 2-0 count before you hit that single yeah you know um and so uh i think that's what this all boils down to this soft underbelly that was taken advantage of by the president he could have ran as a Democrat if it, if it existed there. It happened mm-hmm. to exist with a Republican base and he took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And I think, and this will show that I am my partiality because I'm not a conservative, but I think that there is a, cons- a, a soft underbelly to conservatism that makes them more likely to be grabbed by fascists because and, and cultists. Because if, you're, if your native instinct as a conservative is to protect and conserve, you're going to embrace tradition and how things were, mm-hmm. and you're going to be more into dominance, right? You're going to be more into whatever the dominant culture is because you're yeah. literally conserving that. Right, right. So if you can tell people that we're going to make America great again, right. which is what Hitler did in so many words with Germany. We're right. going to go back to how it was before World War One. Mm-hmm. Hitler lost World War One as a German soldier. He, he became a German citizen and lost World War One. Then he was. Then they went into World War Two because they were. You know, paying reparations to all these other countries because of World War One, and they were right. very poor. And he rallied all the poor working class Germans into like taking oh, Germany back and making shit. it great again. Mm-hmm. And then he called the press the lying press instead of the fake news. You know, all these things are all very much they're all from the same playbook. Yeah. So I don't know if Donald Trump, to harken back to your question, read that playbook. I don't know if he reads much, to be honest. Right. But it's yeah. instinctual to him, just as it was to Adolf. And he and he's and Donald Trump is a just like Adolf Hitler and, and Mussolini. They're very good at portraying themselves and acting. They're yeah. actors. Donald Trump was a very gifted reality yes, star. Yes, he was. Perfect actor. Yes. I used to love The Apprentice. I know, me I too. I thought it was really entertaining. I did too. And so Mussolini with his, his posturing and his chin, yeah. Trump does the same stuff and the people get whipped into a frenzy. And the fact he fired everyone in real life just like he did on the show, exactly. like perfectly, yeah. So I think that's, he, he, he mm-hmm. did, he was perfectly positioned to take advantage of the soft underbelly of conservatism, the diminishing middle class, um, the uh, the internet, right? Yeah. And then other people who are willing to watch America burn, which is our enemies. We have so much more in common than we actually give ourselves credit for because the internet divides us up into yeah, what the social dilemma and was all about. that's what social dilemma definitely talks right? about. Reinforcing because right. of the algorithm. That's, that's why I give Twitter credit for doing things like you are going to be muted or turned off. Yeah, you know? right. 
they have to protect themselves. I get it in the long run with the self-regulation, but they couldn't continue to make money. So I have a question for you. This doesn't necessarily have to do with today, but in um, I'm curious your thoughts on how you think things were going for the eight years of Obama's presidency. Was there this like under stirring of things that maybe like I just didn't pay attention to because I was just loving life so much with Obama and presidency. Like I didn't see this shit coming is really what oh. I'm saying. Like I wasn't paying attention because I was, I mean, he was like everything to me. Like I was mm -hmm. a big, big, big yeah. fan. Um, so I just wasn't really, I just kind of like, was like, Oh God, yeah. thank God I can take a rest and he can just be in charge. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause that, yes, I did. At, when Sarah Palin got the nomination yeah. as vice president's when I thought we, we, that's, that's the first step because when the tea party gained power, when the nonsense and the racism got a seat at the big kid table, yeah. Yeah. like John McCain, I, I, I voted for Barack Obama twice. The. Oh, wait, this would have been the first time then, right? Because Mitt Romney ran against him right, the second, second time. time. So it was actually the first time, yeah, first time right. Barack Obama ran. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Sarah Palin got the nomination under McCain. I loved John McCain. I like John McCain, yeah. too. Yeah. I, I mean, I was lot. like, I was really, like, I considered McCain as a proven, uh, as a war hero, yeah. as a brave and smart guy mm -hmm. yeah. who had served uh, in, in government for longer yeah. than Barack Obama had. And I trusted him more. And so I was leaning toward McCain. Yeah, because I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. I'm still registered as an I, and I don't get a vote in the primaries. But when the when the presidential election came around, I was like, "Ooh, John McCain!" Like, yeah, John McCain's awesome. Yeah. And then I was like, "Oh, Sarah Palin." <laughs> and then I read somebody. You listen to Sarah Palin talk, yeah. and you hear the people who support Sarah Palin. I'm like, "What are we doing?" And I think if he had to do it over again, you know, I had been right. is he still alive? Or he would do right. it over again? He would have not taken the advice mm -hmm. of the Republican Party. They were like, "You have to go into this right. space and tap into this exciting right. young new thing because." She she lost it for him, I think. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, yeah, but John McCain was was a, a decent, honest guy. Like whenever that one crazy lady jumped up at the town hall and asked, did you see this clip where she says to McCain, uh, I don't trust Barack Obama. He's a radical Muslim who's going to yada yada. And McCain Yikes. says, he goes, no, 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 right. no. And he grabbed the mic off her and said, no, that's not right, true. That's not true. He's yeah. a decent family I man. remember that. And he's not a Muslim. Mm -hmm. And he's yada, yada, yada. Now, he didn't go and say, like, what's that matter, which would have been the ideal thing. Right. right, but, right. But to give him credit, he was like, no, he's not. But and he's he a was, decent he family a man. He was a decent yeah. man. Like, I, I loved when um, his wife was speaking at the Democratic primary yes, the no the mm -hmm. convention the convention and saying how joe and him would have it out on the floor yeah. and then go hug it out at right. dinner yeah mm -hmm. and i was like why the hell is that right yeah i know right yeah. you i know? think when he got the advice to take on sarah palin right. that Bad lost advice. it yeah. and then obama took over and and i was okay with that and then when he was going to get romney i was still okay with that and i voted for sure. him twice and then um so do I, you feel like the white man felt um like threatened is that where this well, is I think it was the, the internet gave us gave birth to the in Donald Trump the birther movement stuff right. about him not being a real American. Oh, birther, what's you know. that? Remember Donald Trump kept saying he it wasn't his birth, birth certificate. Donald Trump didn't, didn't believe that Barack Obama. Yeah, was I remember born that. I didn't United know it had a name. The, the birther, birther, the birther. Yeah. I did birther. not know. And of course, like everything else, he had to eventually admit that he is born in the United States. But right. then he said, "I didn't start that. Hillary Clinton started that rumor." You know. Please. And don't get me wrong, I'm not a Hillary Clinton fan. I still voted for her last time because of the opposition. Sure. But um, and I don't think she's an evil, horrible person. She hasn't killed a million people like you'd think on QAnon. Mm -hmm. But I don't. I'm not crazy about her. I think she's she can be very fake, and she's yeah. uh, you know I, I'm not. Yeah. I don't think she's actually um, all that honest, and you know what have you. I, she's not ideal. 
given the choices, I went with her because I knew what was at stake. Right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I certainly don't think that she had anything to do with this. I do think the fact that she's a woman is why she lost. Right. Had, had Hillary Clinton just literally been a male, she would have won the last mm-hmm. election. Um, it look at Barack a Obama. Well, yeah. Well, Barack Obama as a black male still right. won. Mm-hmm. I know. You know. I was very it's disappointed. Thing. Yeah. Right. It I was, is. Yeah. Is. I was very disappointed to see the lack of females who um, didn't support right. Hillary Clinton in the 2016 election. I feel like she was very polarizing to females. Yeah. You know, because certain Ins- females I, are like, uh-uh. not to be rude, but I feel like it was insecure females. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. Insecure, yes. like, oh, well, I haven't really made like that yes. sort of life for myself. I'm just a, you know, or whatever. She's too much or she's yeah. too this or she's too that. Uh-huh. And so she just didn't get their vote for that reason. That's right. It's or the, she wears yeah. fucking pantsuits. Like, yeah. I don't know what their <laughs> No, no, I, I'm glad you said it because I, I can't speak to the psyche of women on this, but mm-hmm. like, um, with women and my, my wife and I talk about these things a lot because we, we share a lot of the same woman. philosophy. My wife is a woman. <laughs> yeah. And she, as she put it, she goes, look, a lot of women who aren't willing to put themselves out there, like yeah, a lot of women right. who run for office think what well, makes her better than me. Sure. You know what I mean? And it becomes like almost like a jealous thing. Like I'm not voting for her. Like yeah. why can, you know, like I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like why, why is she, what makes her so special? You know, but no, it is, it's that, there's a conservative and a moderate woman base that just despises liberal or left yeah, left wing yes. women because they think like you know all oh, you're making us all look bad. Why yes. don't you just take a take a seat back? Yes. You know, um, you were, you were I had to pay that. my dues. My yeah. my husband treats me like shit too. So what? Deal with it. You know, <laughs> or I don't have I don't have any income and he holds all the cards and I turned out fine. You yeah. know, um, my I was raised by only one working dad right. and a stay at home mom and I turned out great. And everybody thinks that they're great, right? That's a natural feeling. So you don't want things different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was a shame that she didn't get the support that this time around Joe Biden got. Right. Yeah. There's, Joe Biden's not really a better candidate than Hillary no. Clinton was. He just happens to be male. Right. And yeah. so he makes women and men comfortable voting yeah. for him. But the pa- the patriarchy and the feeling of, of and sexism is so deeply ingrained culturally and generationally that yep. a lot of women really don't even trust themselves. Right. To, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they've oh. been told that they're not good enough yep. for a very long yep. time. Uh, I, that's what happened to Hillary. Yeah. There's no reason. And she lost by just, it would have just taken a little bit. It's just a mm-hmm. tiny bit. And now the suburban women, the moderate and even some conservative women this time around were like, we're not messing around with this again. Yeah. And they turned yep. out way against Trump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they also turned out for male. They yeah. still didn't. I mean, yep. I, I do think it's nice that Kamala was there. I, I wanted Kamala to win the primary if I had a vote. That was my choice. Like I, yeah. Kamala was my choice from the get-go. I liked right. her the most. Mm-hmm. She, she was smartest, toughest. Um, but... Anyway, I don't know if she would have ran and it would have been flipped. She wouldn't have won. No, no, you're right. You know, no. Uh, yeah. So I think the female thing has a lot, so much more to do maybe than even the race. Yeah. Because Obama won twice. Yeah. By yes. a wide margin. I just didn't know if those eight years that he was in, if there was like this white, like under toe of people being like, oh, just so angry yeah. that this right. black man has now like yeah. made it up here. I, when, I think so. When, you That's know, when the Tea Party started. That's yeah. when Breitbart started. Yeah. And yeah. And then follow mm-hmm. it up with Trump's gaslighting and yeah. fascist right. you know, ways yeah. to sure. end you've got the perfect storm yeah yeah I, i'm going to save suburbia that's why this is attempt to give get mm-hmm. white women back you're, you're gonna be safe with me <laughs> right yeah exactly well otherwise yeah. it won't be safe guys that's right right i hate to always These be the people heavy. are coming over the borders and oh, they're, they're coming rapists. to get you they're, they're coming to rape right. you. they're coming they're from coming the cities you. they're yes. gonna get you some yeah. i hear are good people but yeah <laughs> no I, I hate i hate to always be the heavy but this is like 
you guys are taking stuff out of my playbook at school, but like the bottom line of mm -hmm. Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you guys remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. The bottom line is safety and security. Yeah, sure. Right. And it's all the way to chakra. Yeah. Yes. All, yes. All the way at the top is the um, love and acceptance part, mm -hmm. right? right? But or no, I'm sorry, self-actualization. Yeah. Below, oh, right, below right, that right. is That's love the, and acceptance. The but, then, crown. but all the way at the bottom is safety and security, mm -hmm. even before like food and water. Because think about it, if you like, if you, um, this is why I think conservatism had this soft underbelly. If I walk into a house and the lights are off and I can't see anything and I'm not familiar with any of my surroundings, I'm naturally scared. Mm -hmm. The stats show that the more, uh, the less travel and less education you receive, the more likely you skew conservative because no one's turned the lights on oh yet. Oh my gosh. Wow. Right? Yes. So if you yes. are able to tell wow. people like you should be scared. Yes. Right. You need to be scared. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> it is right? every single time that I travel that I feel like another light has turned on yeah. and another one. And, and yes. my world gets bigger. Right? Yes. Yeah. And so all of this shit that gets small when mm -hmm. I sit in Pittsburgh and do my job and this, that, and the other, once I get out there, I'm like, oh everything's fine. Yes. Or like I see a different perspective yeah. or I hear from a different person. And it could even be that I'm like hearing from an opposing side mm -hmm. that I'm like listening and you know, mm -hmm. it's, so I'm not as, well, I don't know, but I they don't, don't scare you anymore. No, They're like, Oh, I get Absolutely it. Absolutely not. It's like skydiving uh, yes. or something. Oh, yeah. I survived it. I'm not scared of it. Yeah. Or swimming yeah. or I'm any like, diving. Oh, okay. And... Well, that was, that was what it was. So and we had the yeah. conversation, yeah. And, but every single time I travel outside, you know, it changes everything. Yeah, that would probably be now. College was a big deal in education and all the education I've had, but I would say travel has been my most yeah. eye-opening experiences. Mm -hmm. Agreed. I, yeah, that's that's like it's a natural thing. I mean, the, yeah. st the stats bear that out. Yeah, you know, um, if you, but Which if you, it, yeah. no, I'm go ahead. I'm no, go ahead. It's your podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm the guy who keeps leaving and coming back. No. Yeah. Well, well, this one's about to leave. I don't want uh, Randy to have to be like up with. Yeah, oh I, gotta, gosh, I gotta go forever. help mine go to bed too. And also that. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. We're running out of so bandwidth or something. No, no, bandwidth? Is that like nineteen ninety? How's our bandwidth? Is that bandwidth? Oh. Continue this. Thing? Are we getting shut down? What's happening? The no. FCC is coming out. No, we are um, low on battery down yeah, there. That's, that's all. all right. Uh, okay, so I I think we need to I want to address this real quick and get everybody's opinion. Okay, so Amy was the first to bring it up earlier when we were saying how did they get in there so easily and so quickly? And Amy said they had help. They had help mm. from the inside. Yeah. The so that was um, so Jess actually saw uh, so a video. I just saw a video here. This was my wife's theory as well. Um, definitely that inside. Shows... I've watched enough movies. It just takes one or two. Oh, yeah. here it is. There it is. Um, that literally shows the police um, opening the barricade up. What? For them to enter. Yes. Let's go back. So we will we'll attach this. Go. Sean King. Go ahead and play it. So there's the barricade. Just, just opens the barricade. Let's just say And lets them walk in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Can you tap on Sean King's name? I don't. Is he a, the CNN guy? What's Sean the King? breakdown with Sean. Um, so Sean King. they are showing the police removing the barricade and allowing people to come past them. New York Times best from the outside of the Capitol and entering to the inside of the Capitol, which is not surprising. No. So do you are you convinced that they there was some inside inside job to let them in by a few people? To to be clear, too, I mean, it's about so. two to three policemen. Um, a handful, maybe a handful of policemen. So I don't want to make this right. broad no, stroke statement. But then yeah. there were the other policemen who were taking selfies. 
-hmm. with the rioters in now, the in the capital. And also, yes. this is this is along the lines of like so. I'm just taking this from a media literacy perspective, right? We've seen this one video from this one guy, right? right. So if we flip, if we can find another angle, right. angle, yeah. right? sure. let's just say this. Let's sure. say hypothetically, devil's advocate, mm -hmm. this barricade's being opened so as to funnel protesters into an area where they can be controlled, right. and then it's closed again. Like, sure. We don't know that. Right. For we sure. don't know. Mm -hmm. But I am. Um, I am suspicious of the fact that they were able to enter the building. Enter, right, right. I, I mean, a yeah, place so, where it literally, so yeah. the, the person who's second in command to the leader of the free world yeah. is in that building and people are coming in and they're yeah, armed. Right. That shouldn't be able to happen. Right. So I also very suspicious. Right. And I know that because Trump um, has aligned himself with a lot of police by giving the lip yes. service to them, yes. right? Mm -hmm. And saying, oh, you always take care of the police and the military. And that's how you get a lot of that, that might, mm -hmm. you know? What, what would, I mean, if I'm a police officer, again, that's the only union that endorsed Trump. So right. it makes sense. I don't know if it happened, but it makes sense. Something yeah. to think Ooh, about. Something to think about yeah. for sure. I mean, we we have no proof for sure. This right. is just right. our speculation. Our speculation, our opinions from watching some yeah. news coverage and, and other people who took a video. So don't, yeah. don't take our word for Nicole it. Nicole showed me, my wife showed me a picture of a guy holding a um, police, um, Baton. But as a baton shield. or shield. Oh, yeah. shield. Yes. And so she said, like, yes. do you think someone handed it to him? And he I was said, sitting like, there well, like this. He they could have, or he just took it from Rabbit, one of them. Right. So like he it was, was the a one pushing with the horns. Match, you know? sure. Was it? And the fur. Was yeah. he? Yeah, he was sitting it was there the same with the guy. This episode was brought to you by Sarah Simone and Amy Baumgartner. Production and editing for this podcast by Sarah Simone. Our theme song was written and produced by Vince Cassis and performed by Sarah Simone. If you have a topic around mental health that's been weighing on you, email us at unqualifiedtherapist at gmail.com. You can find lots of bonus content, including exclusive episodes on our Patreon at patreon.com slash unqualifiedtherapistsinc. We are thankful beyond measure for your support there. Patreon and Apple podcast reviews are how we can continue to bring you episodes just like this. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Unqualified Therapists Inc. Until next week, warriors, remember, hold on, we're gonna make it.